Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Have you ever felt a lonely, empty feeling when it's been a while since you've been with others? Sometimes when that loneliness sinks deep into our psyche, we can feel lonely even when we're around other people. It can be so painful, some of us will engage in all kinds of destructive behavior to avoid feeling it. What causes that feeling? And is there a way to get ourselves out of it? Today we're discussing what causes loneliness from spirit level and how we can overcome it and start to embrace ourselves so fully that we never feel alone, even when we're not around others. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GSC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's jump right in. Hi, Karen. So this is, a, I think, a really prevalent topic right now, loneliness. Mm -hmm. The pandemic, people being forced to isolate. Mm -hmm. And I know there's, you know, different kinds of loneliness. Loneliness when you're literally alone mm -hmm. or when you're in the midst of people. Mm -hmm. So in your perspective, where does loneliness come from? I'm glad you mentioned the kinds of loneliness because it's funny, you know, it, everyone associates loneliness with aloneness, but it, it doesn't mean that. To me, loneliness means when you feel sort of like empty, not connected and outside of, irrespective of whether you're with a lot of people or by yourself, yep. right? You just don't feel like you're connected to anyone else. And mm. that to me is what drives the loneliness. Mm. So from my perspective, it's that outside feeling, that disconnection feeling, like I'm alone in the sense of I'm not connected to anyone else. I'm an outsider yeah. and alone in that outsideness. So that is usually caused from a frequency perspective by really associating with your small s self, the ego mind, yeah. which is really about reinforcing that separation, mm. right? That means, uh, you know, this idea that we're finite and separate and, you know, these physical beings. And it's very divorced from that big S self that I talk about a lot, which is the self-identified with spirit, yeah. where you have a sense of yourself as infinite, indestructible consciousness. Because when you have that, then you realize you can't be alone because you're part of everything and everything is part of you, right? It's kind mm -hmm. of like, how can you be alone? Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, this, so when you're, when you're not aware of that big S self, it can be very easy to be in that small S self, right? And then it's weird with loneliness because of that distortion pattern. And for some people, it's lineage also. Mm. And um, with it can couple with depression, you know, yeah. and also this, um, the mind can be really slippery, as we all know. And that's like not really our friends often. Mm. And it can t reinforce the self-talk of like, you are alone, no one loves you, et cetera, right? And then all the low self-worth stuff comes up yeah. and then it's hopeless. Now you're depressed and now you're even yeah. feeling more alone and lonely. That's what I was going to say. Like, I've, I've, I've had this myself. I've noticed this in other people. It's like maybe someone's in a group of other people yeah. and they just keep saying, they re keep repeating that story yeah. and they're, that's what they keep seeing. Yeah. Even though that might not be the reality, yeah. they're literally creating it yes. by continually thinking they're alone yeah. and no one understands them and, yeah. and then they keep, you know, finding yeah. evidence in their environment to exactly. prove that. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny with the distortion patterns. Well, it's not actually funny when you're experiencing it, but it's interesting that mm. when we have distortion patterns, as you say, it's like your mind will, you feel lonely, right? The distortion pattern of loneliness and like disconnection is running through. So your mind is looking for reasons to justify the distortion patterns. Like yes. that's what you just said, right? Yes. It's like, okay, now I'm going to scan my environment. Oh, the reason like, I see? feel... Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, she did that and then that's why... Yeah. 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 And see, they're all having fun and they're not including me yeah. or, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah, whatever I'm it is. I'm sure everyone's felt that at some point. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so that feeling is really the mind. We think it's you know, just our self-talk and it is self-talk, you know, but it's because of the distortion patterns and your mind is like finding a logical reason to justify itself. Mm. So to me, that's the source of the loneliness is the disconnection from the big S self and these distortion patterns that are running and the mind look, seeking to self-fulfill, right? To find the reason for it. So I see. So it, what you're saying is it is deeper than the mind level. Oh, and for you sure. You can add that on top of it. Yeah. To make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, like as we all know, when we're in that sort of downward spiral of the mind telling us all these horrible things, right? Then all these different things like self judgment come up, you know, like the inner critic yeah. can get more distorted, right? Like you suck, no one likes you, all that sort of mind chatter goes on, mm -hmm. right? That then ramps up low self worth, which then ramps up, you know, like this, all this sort of these distortion patterns can create what I call like this almost like this dynamic and when you have three or more of these distortion patterns that work in a dynamic like this it can be really hard to break yeah. so for example yeah. right you have feeling of like disconnection generally right so you don't feel connected to anything because you're in your small s self right so you feel like yes I am separate right? I'm not connected to anything larger than me I'm mm -hmm. just in my little right I'm not worthy of being loved. So this is now low self-worth. Uh, then you, if you add the self-judgment piece, now you have three distortion patterns creating a spiral. And when you have that spiral going, it can be really, really tough to break out of. And for me, when I work on people, I actually have to break the dynamic. Because, for example, say someone like manages to get themselves out of that little spiral yeah, somehow. Okay? Yeah. But as soon as they have one of those things triggered, like low self-worth, then all of a sudden right behind it comes the self-judgment, that feeling of disconnection. You see what I mean? So they're like yeah. kind of wired together. Right. So you have to, at least from what I've noticed, is it's most helpful for people if you break the dynamic because it's like a negative vortex almost, mm. you know? So you, if you can break the dynamic between the three, then as soon as you have one, you have like enough time, especially if you're doing frequency uh. work, to realize, wait a minute, I'm feeling kind of crappy about myself. And I've released enough of my distortion that, okay, wait, I'm not going to go into self-criticism. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, You're like, you have the awareness to uh -huh. like slow it down. Mm -hmm. Be like, okay, wait, wait, I'm not going to go into that of like negative mm -hmm. whatever happens. You mm -hmm. see? So if you can break that dynamic, it gives you enough time as the person experiencing it. Because you're re removed more from your distortion pattern. You're removed more from your mind. You have like a couple seconds to get in there to release the distortion pattern even mm -hmm. more. You see, mm -hmm. like you can see it coming. You're like, nope, confirming yeah. removal of this one, right? Yeah, well, I'm glad you just said confirming the removal because yeah. I just want to emphasize as somebody, you know, who's not you, yeah. <laughs> who's doing <laughs> yeah. the, who's tr doing their best here. Yeah. Like uh, just in the past few days, even like I might start to go back into an old thing mm -hmm low self-worth, whatever the thing is, lies, right? Yeah. And you have to stop it in its tracks. Yeah. Like, you have to. That's the only way to change. Yeah. So confirming the removal for people who forget there's a GFC to help, and there's mm -hmm. also just the practice of these things come up that trigger certain distortions. Mm -hmm. You have to stop 
in yeah. the tracks that pattern. Yeah. And and almost like talk to yourself. Yeah. Like a crazy person. <laughs> no, like, no, Tia, that's not true. We're not going there. Yeah. yeah. And it's not actually, you're not crazy. What you're doing is you're, um, you're giving voice to your big S self, your observer. That's what you're doing. Mm. I know it sounds like you're being that crazy. That sounds better. <laughs> you're not though, right? Because yeah, yeah. what happens is in your mind, you believe the the mental chatter of the whatever BS you're telling yourself, right? Because yes. that's what it is really, yeah. truly. Honestly, we all have it. Yeah. And then what you're doing might say, no, that's not true. Do you see what I'm saying? Because we often only hear the voice of the small S self, yes. like the negative critic, yes. but we don't voice the observer. It's like, okay, well, I'm noticing all this happening. St- stop. You know, it's not actually true or whatever. It is. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But by doing that, it can sound like you're being schizophrenic. You're not. You're just giving yourself a perspective that's not just in the distortion. That's a great way to label it. Yeah. You're talking to your smallest self. That's right. And you're pulling in the biggest self, self. or however you yeah. want to word it. Yeah. Because sometimes that voice just sounds like the truth. Yes. And it's just all that there is. No. Yeah. No. Separate it out in your head. Yep. That's the small. Yep. It's still part of me. Yep. We're going to just... Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Just make it a little less loud. Yeah. Yeah. And for okay. people who are lonely, like um, the other thing that people who are lonely are, are struggling with, of course, is like the veil of forgetting, right? So that whole feeling of like disconnection came in with through when you came down through the veil of forgetting that you and I have talked about mm-hmm. before. Or when you drop through that veil, it's a layer of, of frequency, like uh, it's a frequency layer, basically a vibrational layer that you come through when you come through to this consciousness level where you basically agree in order to become part of the embodiment that you are infinite indestructible consciousness now you've got you and i have talked about this quite a bit yeah but in that forgetting it can feel very real like this sense it's like the biggest one of the biggest lies right of the uh, that we tell ourselves is that we are separate because we're not we can't be we're intrinsically part of everything but that's the underpinning of the lonely yeah you're right there's no way you could be lonely if you knew that everything's connected yeah so if you can remember your oneness which is hard to do when you're feeling lonely quite honestly because it feels terrible right you feel isolated you feel terrible and you're low in the frequency bandwidth that is you Mm. so for those of you who don't know what your frequency bandwidth is go check out the episode called the frequency or mastering your frequency bandwidth or something Something like this but anyway there is one just on mastering your frequency bandwidth so watch that. But what happens is when your 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 resonance is really low because you're in loneliness yeah. and you're feeling depressed or you're feeling sad or you're feeling self-pity or whatever it is you're feeling, because we can feel sorry for ourselves. It's not yeah. hard, right, to go into, I mean, how easy is it? We've all been here, right, where you're in loneliness and you go into victim or self-pity, right, oh, where that's you're a like, big one, yeah. right, where you're just like, you know, like, no one loves me. No one, you know, I'm never good enough for anyone. Else. Whatever, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, or I give and give and nobody notices me. Me, yeah, yeah, and no one cares. Yeah. And, right, okay, all that sort of stuff. What happens then is you're dropping lower and lower in your frequency bandwidth. Okay, you're just going lower, mm-hmm. lower, lower, lower. And when you get to the very bottom of your frequency bandwidth, it's really hard to pull yourself back up, you know, to oh. get your frequency. Yeah, it's heavy, right? Yeah. The, there's density. Yeah. yeah, the heaviness. And then that's also a place where your distortions can become louder to you, mm. right? Because you're not resonating high enough for you to have the space that you did, which in that example that you gave, which mm-hmm. is like, no, this is not now, or like, that's not true, mm-hmm. or whatever it is you told yourself, mm-hmm. because you have to be resonating high enough in your frequency to have that perspective. You see what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, and for me, the reason what sparked, because I've never done that before, it's starting something totally new, right? Mm-hmm. 
is like I had to be like, wait a minute, this is the only way I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. So that fact is what sparked me to stop it. It's oh, hard. Awesome. It's hard when you're in yeah. it. So I have a family member who mm-hmm. her fiance passed right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Then COVID happened. She's all alone. Mm-hmm. And she's in this right now. And, and you know, and she's doing really well on her spiritual path in, in ways that she can, but she talks about the loneliness a lot. Mm-hmm. So this will be good for her and other people who during yeah. the pandemic, you know, you maybe you're, maybe you don't have a partner, like other people yeah. have their family, yeah. which, you know, I've heard people that drove them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> other people like me just loved it, you know, yeah. it, and that's okay, whatever your thing is, but yeah. if some people are alone and yeah. then having to be isolated. Yeah. So this is a good episode for them. Totally. Right. To remember that their highest, bigger self, self. Yeah. and they're all connected. Yeah. And the only thing about loneliness that I want to mention, since you mentioned that, you know, she was isolated, you know, she lost somebody that was obviously, she was very intimate with and yeah. then forced to isolate physically, which is very difficult. It's like double whammy. Yeah, yeah. it's a double whammy. Mm. So here's the thing. When we're in partnership or even with, I've seen it with kids, like moms and kids too. Um, a lot of times what happens is people won't hold their space and they'll enmesh in each other. They'll actually like literally on spirit level, their, their spirit body starts to become kind of like overlapping. And it's not great because what happens is that it weakens the spirit bodies of both. Okay. Um. You want the spirit bodies of each to be separate and strong. Like, you know, they can have lots of love between them and like both each brightening the other and mm-hmm. buoying each other up and all that good stuff. But the challenge is if you have a lot of intermeshing, then you start to process each other's fre- like distortions which isn't great and you don't get strong you never like it's hard to rise up in frequency resonance because you're kind of like lobbed together in order for you to mm-hmm. rise up in frequency resonance you need to be separate intact whole in terms of your spirit bodies make sense mm-hmm. but a lot of people when they come into intimate partnership especially right because yeah. in our culture it's very like you know you complete me and you are the one oh, and i'm yeah. i'm not complete without you and or whatever that i don't know so much. <laughs> Just be your own selves and love each other, right? Exactly. And part of the reason that that the other person loves you is because you're you. I mean, right? I mean, they have themselves. you're messed with them, yeah. (laughs) But I know it's hard. It's It's hard. It's all in the media and like even the Disney movies. Oh my God. It's being programmed into us from the beginning. from the beginning. So we have this idea of the one that's supposed to complete us, save us, make us whole. Okay. Because we have this running so strongly in our culture, so many people who feel lonely feel lonely because they don't have a partner. Yes, I see that all the time. It's, it happens all the time. Yeah. And it's just like... You don't need anyone to that's right. be full. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, and when you have that fullness, that strength from within, that brilliance, that high resonating resonance that is you, you feel full, like to every little cell of your body. It's just like full and it's like whole and you don't, like you said, need anyone. And everything then becomes this amazing opportunity to play. Mm -hmm. And if you choose to partner, it's because you choose to give love to somebody and receive it from someone, not because you need it, but because it's pleasurable Mm -hmm. and because you get to, and it's part of the human awesomeness that we get to experience, you know, and it's not like, you know, Anybody who's been in a long-term relationship will tell you that it's not like all bliss all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all human. And we're all human. Yeah. And, but we're learning together. And that's yeah. also an amazing opportunity. But I just wanted to emphasize that because a lot of people, I think, who... And like I said, this happens also with um, moms and children when they're very protective of them. Mm-hmm. They'll try to enmesh with their kids to keep them safe. And I... Look, I understand why that happens. Okay? So yeah. I'm not it saying... It comes from love. It comes from love. I think I do that. Yeah. I think I know I do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
And of course, you it's know, hard. As, it's hard. And yeah. as a mom, you want to protect your children and make sure that they're safe. You're like programmed to yeah. be that way. I mean, you're their mother. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. So please know, I'm not saying like that's a terrible thing. Yeah. However, it's to watch that in yourself and to give them the space to be, because more than anything, you I imagine that as a mother, you want your children to be strong. You want them to just thrive. You want them to be happy. You want them, you know, all those beautiful things mm-hmm. that you want for them. And it's, I know it's super hard for moms because they're like, oh my God, please let my child be safe. Yeah. And the thing is, when you are strong enough to give them that space, they get strong themselves. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, they're going to learn those lessons and they might have to bounce against you to learn those lessons because that's part of it, but they're going to learn it one way or another. And if you give them the space to learn when they're small mm. and get stronger, they don't have to learn those lessons when they're older and, it's, and, the, harder. and it's harder and the lessons are more brutal. Wow. So, you know, they're here to learn what they're meant to learn as a soul, right? Mm-hmm. Or as a spirit or whatever you want to call it. So mm. I know it's super hard for moms, right? So I'm not trying to say like it's an easy thing yeah. or that it's wrong, but just know that your choice and how you hold your space with your kids is really important. Yeah. Sometimes you help someone by stepping back, back a little bit yeah. with love. Yeah. With love. Yeah. 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 So I want to pause and backtrack for a second. Sure. When you were talking about the relationship and the intimate partnership and when you can separate and just feel complete within yourself, you were in that yeah. spiel. I sensed maybe someone listening angry because they're not there yet. So any like baby step because you know it can sound it can piss people off to be like well that sounds great but I'm not there you know what I mean (laughs) yeah well I guess the GFC of course yeah yeah so how do you get to feel complete so if anybody's watching this is feeling angry that's totally so thank you for saying that the reason that you're feeling that way is because your own distortion patterns are being agitated Mm. okay and so for those of you who are getting higher and higher in resonance you'll notice that with other people. It says sometimes your presence will piss them off or things that you say will piss them off because it agitates another's distortion. Mm. Okay, it's not like you're trying to do something to make someone angry, it just happens. Mm. So if you're feeling angry about this, it's to notice that you're angry. So that's the first step. Mm-hmm. And to not be like, I suck because I'm angry. It's like, okay, no, she's just irritating. And it's like, well, it's not really me, right? It doesn't matter who says it, you would be annoyed. And to notice within yourself why you feel angry. Is it because you feel lonely and you're pissed off because you feel lonely and you're in the cycle of like now, you know, low self-worth or self-judgment or whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then you go to anger to feel like stronger or better about yourself. So just to notice this and please know this is not a blame. It's just that that's what happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so the best way to do all of this, as always, the frequency work. So, you know, T and I, you and I are having this great conversation and it's helpful and you know, frequencies are um, happening right now. So our frequency resonance is higher and then helping other people who are, are watching. And the work is in the GFCs. Like it's fine to watch us and it's helpful for your minds. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do the GFCs, you can't clear the distortion patterns, which are preventing you from feeling that fullness, that wholeness, that completeness. And that has nothing to do with anyone else. That has to do with you. And so the more you can do that, and it's a constant practice of doing that, having the accountability, confirming the removal. Yeah. And, you know, as you get higher and higher resonance, it'll be faster. So for you, for example, what you just talked about, you did it really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Because, I mean, I imagine at the beginning, at least for me, I won't talk oh. about you, it would take, it, it would like hit me like a couple days later. I'm like, oh my God, that was the distortion. Like it took me like a oh, little same. while to yeah. register. It is much faster now. I actually didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, Shah. 
yeah. in the moment. Like, exactly. Get it. Get yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have much higher awareness. So it's mm. not like it doesn't happen. Of course. I mean, we're human. Yeah. You have distortion patterns. But the speed at which you have awareness around it, the confidence you have in being able to confirm the removal mm-hmm. changes. You're not beating yourself up after yeah. noticing it. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And it's then really you're just cool. like, you're going to push that out. Done. Yeah. So that's the work of... It's like people, it's funny, think that... On the spiritual path, it's all kind of like bliss and like joy and I don't know what what they think it is. Floating around. Floating around and whatever. So uh, whatever that is, I suppose that's one interpretation of it. But to get to the point where you have that fullness, that completeness, that strength, there is like, I call it work loosely, but it's accountability. Awareness. Yeah, that's a great. You know, the desire to release the distortion and to do the work of releasing the distortion. It's funny. It really changes it to empower you as the person because so long, for so long, we have as, I don't know, just in our culture, depended on someone to save us. I'm not here to save you. That's not my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people want me to. Yeah. It's not like I'm waving what magic wand over you and like you're now awake. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's, and people want that. But the thing is, when you become empowered to release your own distortion, you did it. It's your empowerment. It's your awakening. Mm-hmm. It's your resonance. It's your brilliance. And you did it. Yes. That's amazing. I just have to clap to that. <laughs> Seriously. I see that in my my line of work, too. People always want to like fix me and then keep going back to what they're doing. doing yeah. It's very empowering to just step into your own strength and do it yourself yeah Yeah. and then you realize how strong you are Mm -hmm. and the resonance that you are is you i mean you cultivated that no one did that for you you did now i might help guide you Mm -hmm. i might help you get to the resonance in terms of having that available to you to entrain to but you do the work yes yeah and i'll say like i even just a couple weeks ago i had i had um, you know, have a lot going on in life. We all do. Mm-hmm. I had paused kind of for about a week or so from frequency work and I felt it. And again, it's not like you have to like be addicted and do it all the time, but you know, it, you notice the difference. So yes. people maybe who are new, it's like, Oh, this is like so much to do. Like even just doing one yes. makes a big, big difference. It really does. Yeah. So do one once a week, even Yeah. once a day is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it's really yeah. why, why does it matter? Because when you do a GFC or you do living your brilliance or you do whatever it is that you're listening to, the GFC at the end of the podcast, whatever, it doesn't really matter, whatever you're doing, what you are doing in quotes is you are in training to a higher frequency resonance. So when you drop in your frequency resonance, because we're human and we have lives and there's stress and there's drama and there's your mind and there you have your emotions and you have all this stuff Mm -hmm. to, to anchor into the higher resonance and to feel that makes a difference to you, right? So now you're like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I can, I remember that resonance. I know what that is. I can move towards it. And that changes your own, where you are in the frequency bandwidth. That's you. Got Which, it. It's like your own little reset button. Like, yeah, yeah I needed that. Oh, I forgot. I was like way down there. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because when you're in it, you don't realize how no. low your resonance is because you're in it. Yeah. And then when you, you feel that resonance, you're like, oh, that's right. I, I can create something better and different. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just, like you said, a little reset, like mm-hmm. a little check of like, okay, what is possible? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. This is my, really who I am. Mm, yeah. What is possible? I like that. Yeah. And I think you, you had said this in the past, um, around this topic we're talking about mm-hmm. loneliness. I think you had said, who are you at, or ask yourself, who are you without your family, mm-hmm. your job? Your, your money. Yeah. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's great. Thank you. So I think a lot of people will externally define who they are based on 
things that are outside them. Like you said, like on their intimate partnerships or their friends or their job. Job or titles. Their, yeah, yeah, job titles. Big one. Yeah. yeah, money, what you own. Right. Um, like all that sort of stuff, right? All these external things that we um, think make us us, right? We think, okay, all those things make me me. Mm-hmm. But those are external things. They don't define you unless you allow them to, which is what most people do. They think they are all those things. And for a lot of people, like, for example, people who um, are overachievers and they like strive really hard in the corporate world, for example, right? And they achieve all the things, all the check boxes, right? The money, the car, the house, the spouse, the kids, like, you know, check, check, Mm -hmm. check, achieved all those things. And yet they feel unhappy, unfulfilled, empty, bored, like what's next, whatever it is that they feel, they're like, but those things don't make me feel fulfilled. They don't make me feel complete. They don't make me happy. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? And that's when we can all, we, you know, we call it the midlife crisis, but really what it is, it's sort of like a crisis of the, you know, the soul really of the spirit of like, who are you? Like, who are you really? And when you start to define yourself internally, which, what does that mean? Has to do with how high your resonance is. Do you, you know, it's not about, something else. It's like, mm-hmm. how high is my resonance? How do I feel? How much access do I have to my bigger as self, to the oneness, to the thing, you know, all these like higher level order things. And when you feel yourself in that space of that higher resonance, the external stuff is lovely. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun, but it's totally not required mm-hmm. to make you feel that happy, expansive, whatever it is that you feel connected mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. we can have. Yeah. Oh, what a gift to know that we're never alone. Yeah. We're never really alone. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Tia. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the GFC for overcoming the empty well of loneliness. So this GFC will start to help to remove the distortions that keep you mired in the separation or the illusion of the separation of the small s self or the ego mind. Okay. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, please become aware of your lower back from your waist 
all the way down to your tailbone. Noticing what weight it bears, if you're sitting upright or standing or even lying down. And noticing what it's touching, if it's completely at rest, at ease, or if you're, there's some tension or holding. Yeah. Good. And now please become aware of the soles of your feet. Now there's a lot to the soles of your feet. There's the heels, the arch, the balls of your feet. The space between the balls of your feet and the toe pads. Noticing the space between the toes. Good. Now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, Just noticing it for a couple of breaths without changing it, just as it is right now. Perhaps noticing it for the first time today. And whenever you're ready, allowing your breath to deepen, to elongate. And as your breath starts to take up more space within your body, starting to imagine or become aware of your breath as spherical, expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Most people, when they think of their breath at all, and if they think of it as having a direction, it tends to be in front or behind them. But in this case, it's spherical. Noticing. If you have challenge with a certain part of the sphere, so do you have difficulty becoming aware of the lower left portion, for example, of the sphericalness of your breath? Or can you imagine it expanding and contracting in all directions? around you. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now please become aware of your surroundings. So for those of you who are new, please become aware of the soundscape around you. Noticing the general direction and distant away from you that the sound is. So for example, this is both on your end and on mine. So you might notice the hum of the fridge, which is somewhere relatively close to you, to your left, and slightly to the front. And perhaps you can hear the sound of the birds, both outside your window, to the right, but also on my end, becoming aware of all of these sounds creating texture all around you. Good. And when you're ready, blinking your eyes open for just a moment, to notice the quality of the light, keeping your gaze soft, meaning you're not really looking at anything. You're just noticing the quality of the light and you happen to be noticing everything else in your field of vision, but you're not focused on anything. Good. Yeah. And now, if you're more experienced and you prefer to triangulate with your eyes closed, please go ahead and close your eyes. But for those of you who are new, and for those of you who prefer to triangulate with your eyes open, keeping your eyes open and triangulating and triangulating for those of you who are new is simply becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of these three inanimate objects, noticing the distance between each object and you and then feeling that distance. So for example, if the TV table is about seven feet away from you, you'd feel the distance between the TV table and you after you've noticed the distance between the TV table and you. So it's a noting thing and a feeling thing. And you'll do this, please, for each of the objects, okay, of the three inanimate objects. What those objects are is not important. And you'll find that as you do this with each object, that your sense of where you are in space becomes more clear, more in focus, more present for you. Good. And now please become aware of your heart space, 
whenever you are complete with triangulating. And once you're finished with triangulating, please close your eyes if you haven't already, breathing normally. Bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. We're going to take one nice big breath together here, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you've completed that five count, exhaling all the air out of your lungs with the speed and intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. Good. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to become coherent. Once you've completed that single deep breath, please breathe normally. So for those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and subgroup level. And that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's usually because I'm working with a very high frequency. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the resonance, which doesn't serve you. I also do make sound, so you may hear me yawn, exhale sharply, or even hum. And that's typically how I release heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but typically. Good. Yep. So now that the mastermind has coalesced and become coherent, keeping your attention in that heart space. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself this question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, please become aware of or imagine a brilliance at its very core. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it starts to intensify and brighten. And as it intensifies and brightens, it expands outwards in all directions, through all of your cells, 
your organs, your bones, out through your muscles and your flesh, through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and the external perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Excellent. Becoming very aware of the billions within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, pulling your frequency resonance up irrespective of where it began, pulling your frequency resonance up or how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, how quickly you can release distortion, and how quickly you can integrate. Good. Mm -hmm. Bring your attention now, please, to your heart space. Okay. So we're going to release this distortion of the ego mind being all that there is, okay, that it's primary and the end all be all, okay? So just releasing this pattern, it's interestingly a thought form, so just releasing this. There is also a subgroup here, it's a pretty large one, of the fear of releasing the ego mind at all, because it's attachment to it, in the sense of if you let it go, well, then what will happen? Will you go insane? Will you lose yourself entirely? What anchors you? Instability. So releasing the fear around this. 
And as you bring your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and dropping in a straight line down towards the midpoint of your solar plexus. Your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So if you find the midpoint between these two points, right there, just becoming aware of this line in the center of your body. Yeah. The next thing that we're going to release okay, is the lack of trust in something greater than your mind. So in your higher self. Because for many of you, it's unknown. Even if you would like to know it, for some of you, you don't have an experience of it yet. So just releasing this. For another small subgroup of you, you don't trust it because you don't feel like it has you. Like you haven't, um, you don't trust it to help you, protect you, uh, give you opportunity, that type of thing. Okay, you feel like you have to do it all through your will and through your mind. And because of this, you stay mired in the small s self or the ego mind, which believes that it is separate. Becoming aware of your heart space and also the front of your throat. Starting to make a different space more dominant. Okay, so your heart field, you're expanding your heart field, even though you have your attention on three spot. Because your heart field okay, bridges between physical and spirit. It also is. In unity, there is no ego mind with the heart. It's in unity. It's one. Whereas the mind tends to be dual. So it's expanding. Here we go. The heart field. Uh-huh. There we go. 
becoming aware of the heart space all the way down to the midpoint of the solar plexus, still in that straight line, deep in the center of the body. This has to do with identity and thinking that um, your small S self or your ego mind is you. So there's no distance between your thoughts and your emotions and who you think you are. Good. Yeah. Becoming aware of your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters beneath it in a straight line down towards your belly button. Resetting, clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done. So it remembers you with the distortions. So when we clear this out and reset it, it's like a blank slate. So when you integrate, it's easier to integrate the newer, higher resonating version of you. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.